laptop. Why does he do this every week? <laughs> and it don't belong to her. <laughs> the laptop <laughs> don't belong to her. I'm like, and it's like hard on it. I'm like, babe, what you gonna do? How you gonna get that back? He does this every door? week. You start the song and then he starts talking. I can always erase the talk. But you never do. You never erase it. I, think, I like it. I, like I think it gives people something to listen to. Okay. Corzetta was talking about this boy last week. Like, I don't know why he always cut the grass. <laughs> 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 she was like, oh, y'all recording? That's why it was funny to me. I was dying like... I actually really never get too much, too many comments about the openers. Well, I think if we keep talking, to <laughs> eventually. No, that's why I'm done mixing the set. He really do. We are live and it is lit. This is episode five of Collective Verity's Truth or Truth podcast. I am one fifth of the collective, Dewan Bland, and to my left we have. Oh, <laughs> sorry guys, I'm not used to going second. Brittany Sharice. Oh, to my left. <laughs> so now you forgetting people. <laughs> we have. Um, it's Dufay. And to my left. Danny unspoken. I don't like to see next Yo, to Dufay. Yeah, you always get forgotten. It's, it's weird. And, and to my left, we are back to so that guy. The champ is not with us this week. The champ is not here. As you all know, she is an oven with a bun in it. So, you know, she takes some time off that is definitely needed. Um. So is shout out to the PTO? channel. Yeah, we um we support oh, maternity, maternity leave. She is on maternity here at the leave. collective. She hasn't given us her official statement, but we're giving her her official statement that she's on maternity leave. Cause she be trying to work too hard, so we have to put her on maternity yeah. leave, basically. Cause we believe in self care. Yes, we do, and we believe yeah. in caring for each other here we at might, the collective. We might phone her in every now and again just to say hi. Cause really, only y'all gonna be missing her. We probably just gonna see her. At our regular scheduled times to pop up at our house, so this yeah. is true. All right, how's everybody's week been? <laughs> what what's today? It's Wednesday. We're not supposed to get a date. Oh, <laughs> gosh! Goodness, it's Tuesday, of course. It's Tuesday. We record live we record every week at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so we gonna punch in? <laughs> no, to give you all these six p.m. episodes. <laughs> I mean, 6 a.m. episode. Well, we whatever day it is. Well, they know it's not. It's a week. <laughs> really, like, we just recorded like two days ago. So it's, it hasn't been that long for a week. Yeah. Um, It's been a great week. Uh, Getting into my new employment. So it's hey. been grand. Mm-hmm. My week has been well. I have this uh two-day criminal justice training that I'm putting together. And then I will be in Wisconsin all next week. So... Busy, busy, but but it's good. Trying to change the world. Change it, King. One person at a time. Nah, oh. I go in packs. Oh, excuse. I've been doing this wrong mm-hmm. for like a year. Yeah. 
Dang. Yeah. Why you ain't tell me? Do I look like the director of training to you? <laughs> is that not what you call yourself? I feel like so. that's, that's what you do, though. <laughs> that like, that you literally just is train what he, people every day and everything. Yes, that is who he is. He is the director of training. You who want me to actually trained? do my job? I mean, you know, I expect. If you think that's what they pay me for? I feel like you do your job subconsciously. Like I've had <laughs> moments with you where I've had to walk through things that I had no anticipation of walking through. Yeah, like you walked me through sermons before when we were out of town. Like, yeah. like how did I get here? <laughs> how, did I get here? <laughs> how did I get to this conversation? This is, Y'all this can't is see just... me, but I'm pleased. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Dufay, um, how was your week? It was good. I've been looking for houses all week, so and I went. I walked went to the river walk on Monday, mm-hmm. and I walked the entire river walk. Oh, that junk was. Um, from like the um, beginning to the end, from, from like the nasty parking lot. Yeah. Yeah, the parking lot. We did a a, a lap around the parking lot because the parking lot go to the left, and then you do a, a, like a mile lap, and you walk from there all the way down to the like the little park. I situation. feel like it's like the where the bridge is at because that jump was so long. Getting <laughs> <laughs> you know, the uh, Ambassador Bridge. Yeah. Oh, that's a good little walk. That is a good. Was it refreshing? Um, no, my knees are. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, bro, I said, uh, we can ride our bikes now. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah, that one time we ran into the people who thought we were famous. Yeah, we yes. uh, yeah. <laughs> but was it was that racism? Yes. Yeah, I think it was racism. Definitely. Let's give a little context for the listeners. So we were taking our uh, annual photos for our. our Showcase. Can that be the cover art? Yes. Oh yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we were taking the photos for our annual oh, showcase. With the, with the, uh, yes. Shout out to Anthony McCray. And um, the there's a group of Asians on the river walk. I don't know why that sounded so bad. Yeah, there uh, was a tour though. It was like yeah, a, it was yeah, a tour. They had cameras and, and so everything. So we are take we have in the middle of our photo shoot and. At first, they're taking pictures of the river. Then their cameras begin to turn to us. <laughs> and then they run, like, walk in the middle of our photo shoot mm-hmm. and begin to take the pictures <laughs> with us. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, they think we're celebrities. So they will make it back home and be talking to their grandkids, like, look who we took a picture with. And they're like, who? who are these people? They're like, the Avengers, of course. <laughs> That's Mbaku. That is Black Panther. That's clearly. <laughs> Black Widow Sorry. right there. Wait. Oh, Am man. I Black Widow? Do you want to be? You can be whatever you like. Can you do a scissor? Uh, scissor take kick? down flip thing that she do? Um, do you have I can't do a cartwheel. So she doesn't have superpowers. Who would I be? Who do you want to be? You want to be Tessa Thompson? Valkyrie? Who is that? Valkyrie. I need a picture. What, she, what color she wear? Remember... Our- Okay, never mind. Anyway. <laughs> I'm not. I don't think I'm in one. Uh uh-uh, uh, I'm not either. It's uh, Dewan and, and Corsetta. Corsetta. And they, she, you know, they in all of them. Oh, uh, with the Chinese. You think they thought I was Bow Wow? Yes. <laughs> I said a little Bow Wow. Ray you J. just don't know. <laughs> My phone is going off. Okay. Yeah, that's funny. 
So good times on the Riverwalk. Me and my OG. So we've been talking about parents on the podcast for the last couple of weeks. So I decided uh, to have a little date with my mom coming up. So I'm Aww. taking her to the Maxwell concert, which probably means I got to find my own ride home. Why did they immediately no, start no, laughing? No, no, no. The I know. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. No, no, nothing you did. The story. The book back for back in back in. Wait, is that not something he did? Oh, yeah, it is something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> the story is wild. Pray to God that group Oh, oh. Pay attention. Will you order your mama Amazon gift? Just pay yeah, attention. That's the story. <laughs> so we punched in to deliberate <laughs> if we were going to tell this story. And um, we're going to tell it. Oh, okay. So, okay. my mom's birthday. December 3rd. You sure? Yep. December 3rd, right before Christmas. And um, right before Christmas? Sorry. When it comes to money? Yes. Yes. I feel you. (laughs) Everything December is right before Christmas. So. My girl's birthday on the 30th. My sister's birthday on the 30th of November. That's Christmas. That's. I was going to put it all together. God bless you. Mm. So, um, I'm trying to outdo all of my siblings. Um, it was easy to outdo my brother because he was tested. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm trying to think about this because where the story ends is wild. So it was easy to outdo my brother because he was still in jail. So yeah. he ain't got no kids. <laughs> 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 and in point, this edit the whole story. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's so I gave her the first gift, right? Oh my goodness. The first gift was the Alexa speaker. Okay. She got that early. Fancy. All right. Like around, like before Thanksgiving, right? She happy. So I said, you know what? Let me double back. So you you, you gave her multiple gifts. Because I said, up I until until her birthday. she loved it so much. I said, all right, let me cement this, that I am the best child. <laughs> see, see where pride gets you? <laughs> right. right. Fall. <laughs> <laughs> and a haughty spirit before destruction. Mm, talk so, about that scripture. Um, my mom, for as long as I've known her, has been an avid fan of massages. So I bought her a one little massage thing for your for your back and neck. So I'm waiting for this boy to drop. I'm I'm texting her like, yo, Alexa wasn't even where it stopped at. <laughs> 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 Every other day, like, yo. Did that package come? No. So one morning, it had to be the day after her birthday. It's like 10 o'clock. It's on the weekend, I think. My phone is blowing up. And it's my older sister. So I'm thinking, something has to be wrong. Why is she calling me this much? Mm-hmm. Waking me up. I answered the phone. She said, never would I have thought. <laughs> Instant. That for my mother's birthday. <laughs> All the shame. That her minister's son. Mm, talk about that title. Would buy her a vibrator. <laughs> Insert record scratch. <laughs> I said, what you not going to do is call me at 10 o'clock with these lies. She said... I wish I was like. She said. <laughs> she said. 
you sick in whatever game you play, <laughs> you won. <laughs> I said, get off my phone. Put my mom on the phone. <laughs> So well, you know you indignant when you share <laughs> right. a parent, but they, they're yours exclusively. Yeah, put my mama on the phone. <laughs> my mama get on the phone. I said, say it ain't so. <laughs> she said, it is. So. She said, well, tell me what you thought this gift was. <laughs> I said, ma, it's a neck and back massage. She said, son, let me read the package. Mm-mm. She says, this isn't a. <laughs> She said, this is an adult novelty <laughs> gift that does massage your neck and back, but it's also made for multiple areas of the woman's body. I said, let me start my two-part apology off by saying, you're a beautiful person. <laughs> and the work you've done in life of raising us can never be matched. She said, you can read this before you walked out the store. I said, ma. I got this off Amazon. <laughs> you don't read Amazon reviews or like descriptions. She said, or look at pictures. She said, "Don't even answer that, because every time I send you to the store, you never get what you're supposed to get." This is true. Yep, and it returns. I didn't think that that applied to online gift shopping. Neither did I, because everything she, is right in front of you. She said, "I've been trying to figure out how I have a son who's both a genius and lacks all common sense." <laughs> <laughs> we took a real risk with like your bodice equipment. I didn't even think about that. Why bought all the podcast equipment and it but, didn't even register to us the risk that we were taking? Y'all know, y'all know, you 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 so I'm the, I feel like I'm the most equipped to buy the microphone. So how did you live that down with your siblings? I just didn't show up to the next like family dinner. Oh, I let some time pass. Yeah, like I ain't want that. <laughs> you was about to get roasted forever. Yeah. I would never let that go. Hey, nah. remember that oh, one time goodness. you bought mama that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, In conclusion, Die. don't send wine to the store and don't. Well, I guess you redeemed yourself with the equipment for the podcast. Oh, I was about to say, going to the store, I've let y'all down. Every single. Why I needed my charger? Is this a homie quarter fence? (laughs) It should be. Why I needed my phone charger? We were at a show at the DIA, and he needed my charger. So, me knowing why is never successful in going to get anything, I didn't tell him where the charger was. I said, you know what? Just bring me the whole purse out of my car. He comes back with two items out of the purse. And I'm like, why? I specifically told you to bring the whole purse so that you would not mess this up. Get in still. You came back with two items out of the entire purse that you were supposed to have. That had nothing to do with what I needed or what you needed. Mm, mm, mm. I want to say... I can't go to homie court for this because y'all already know how I'm giving it up. And if you continue to send me on exactly. missions, that's, why I said that's they your have. fault. You don't put a crackhead in a crack house and be like, mm, I wonder what's going to happen. Speaking of, Wait a minute. It was a time I was, um, it was recent, not recently, but like maybe last year. I didn't have that much money in the bank. And I was like, Juan, can you uh, pump my gas? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we pulled up to the bus and I handed up my card. And I, 
I'm like, dang, my gas taking forever to pump. This dude <laughs> put like ultra in <laughs> My car never ran the same, but that boy was like four, five dollars at the time. It was ridiculous. <laughs> hey, but sometimes the pump, like they'll switch it, it'll go eighty seven. Because in my mind blah 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 ninety seven is always the most left. 80, yeah. So that almost pow. happened to me today. I have a question. Do, fan, do you mess up right. the store order when you're sent to the store to get something? No. I feel like this is a male thing. No, but that, my mind don't let me do it, though. Like, you know, I kind of track people's stuff about my I'm forever do it. So, but now you're doing it on purpose. No, like, see, I feel like this is like his way purpose. of protesting. Like, you're not about to make me your errand boy. You're not about to make me your slave. <laughs> we are free in 2019. I'm not going to do it. So if you want to do it yourself. You can I mean, send a man to the grocery store and... He'll if, come back with if you some have of a, the items, not all of them. If you have understand. a signature item, like if you always send me to get a honey bun, I'm gonna get that honey bun because right. I'm like, oh, it's she always bun. get the honey bun. Mm-hmm. But if it's like, if you just freestyling and you putting that trust in my hands, you want this. But what if you're given a list? Oh, if I'm given a list, I'm cool. Are you though? I don't but believe it, it. But if you want me to keep it in my mind. I'm going to fail you every time. I don't time. believe that if you have a list, you'll still yeah, get everything I mean, on the list. Given what one of the situations was, I, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry. Do you mess up stuff when you go to the store? Like, if you no. have a mental list? No. See, oh. that's that. Because I can look at it and say, I don't want this. Mm. No lie. I sent, well, I asked Tony to go to the store to get some flour. And he came back with, like, rye flour. And I'm like. Were why? Why couldn't you just flour? get flour? Huh? Were you specific in your flour? I'm sorry. I thought if somebody going to the store to get mm. flour, they getting mm. flour. Well, we like gold medal week. flour. Expectations have to be uh. stated <laughs> clearly. Fine, I guess. How is uh? How's this first week with the Lakers been going? You're not about to do this. <laughs> you said the Lakers. The, yes. Lakers. the first week, man, the Lakers been wilding. They announced this. It's supposed oh. to be like, you know, a good team so far. And, man, they've been turnovers. Just Is out, of, bound, out of bounds. Like. <laughs> They're not playing right now. That was our sports just, report just brought to you by Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she's just going along with it. She's going along with it. She got them going crazy in all season. <laughs> That's why they in the off season. They okay. always in the off season. Maybe we should have did another team. Not the Lakers. Well, like, that's what he got. So our first topic. <laughs> the weather's been heating up lately. Has it? Kind of. Summer, summer, summer. Summer is around the corner. Should I drop the Will Smith right here? Yeah. In the background? Go for it. Sure. Or a if you but. Wait. <laughs> what kind of summer are you trying to have? That was a good summer song. Was it? Yeah. That was a good fighting song. That yeah. was a, yeah. But people do fight in the summer. They do. In the, winter, fight you, in the winter, you going I mean, you could fight in the winter, but you do a lot of threatening in the winter. Nah, in the summer, you get, get straight to it. Mm-mm. So we wanted to talk about because we have been um, speaking, speaking about this recently. Is just how differently we experience summer as adults versus when we were children. Well, I'll start this off. 
unfortunately, my summers now are pretty much the same as I was a kid. Because my mother, so I used to get great grades, <laughs> absolutely great grades in elementary school and middle school. Um, but my mother used to make me go to summer school each year. Oh, man. Because <laughs> she was like, you're not about to be at my house <laughs> all day long. Um, so she used to make me go to summer school. And I had a vast reading list for the summer mm-hmm. and that I had to complete. And I used to have to do book reports. I knew it. I knew that was coming. Um, but the thing is, I love reading. Uh, so it wasn't that bad. So now, like, working through the summer is not bad. Only problem I have is, like, so when I was little and you going to school and you got to do your reading and stuff, you would mm-hmm. be looking outside and seeing your friends and you get mad. Like, dang, that's a bowl. You don't hate them. I mean, he couldn't hate his mama, so he got yeah, to be his friends. Yeah, my mama. You tripping. So um, <laughs> now, I promise you, anybody know me, every year when summertime start, I have the same feeling. But it's to teachers. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! I can't stand see teachers talking about. Oh yeah, my last day. I'm out for the next two months. I be so Man. mad. Like what? I'm in the wrong profession. Right. And then you know, FMLA. <laughs> oh my god! So for me, a lot of my close friends are teachers, and maybe we got a group chat. And they just be in the group chat like, hey, y'all want to go here? Hey, y'all want to go here? Let's go here. I'm like, hey, guys. Hey, me over here. Um, Public service job. I, I work 8 to 5 every single day. Mm-hmm. And they just be having all the fun without mm-hmm. me while I'm at work. But when I was a kid, I was a nerd. So, like to face it, I wasn't forced to read, but I liked to read. And I, I hated bugs. So, I hated outside. So, I would be inside. But when I was in the city, because <clears throat> um, I spent... <laughs> Detroit. I spent a lot of my summers in Detroit. So um, we would just be sitting on the porch, better made chicken, cards. Wait, what? Better made with the chicken? Yeah, everything was outside. Like, I had one of them old school grandmas. Like, even though I hated outside, you were on the porch, like, mm-hmm. all day long until the sun went down. And then when the sun went down, the porch light came on and you were still outside. So Getting we just spent. Ate up by mosquitoes. We yeah. spent the whole summer on the porch. Yo, like. People don't understand how sacred a porch is Man. to black life. Bruh. Man, the porch. Bruh. The porch was Everything happens on the porch. Arguments. Man. Schemes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Creativity. Yeah. Man. The so, porch. Yeah. So, like, when we had that, um, that blackout in 2008. Mm-hmm. I think it was 2008. 2008? Was it 2008 or like 2002? You know I'm really bad with years. Don't I remember Fair, when, we were like, grown in 2008. The I feel like it was 2002. It yeah, was, we was kids during the black. I, I remember, I remember no, no, like no, no, the no, no, us lighting the candles in the house no, down here. You were, I was out of school, so it, I was out of high school. I graduated 2003, so that had to be at least 2005. Was it more than one? No, it was not. It, it might have not been. I was still in Brightmore when, during the uh, whenever blackout. Whenever we had that blackout. You talking about? The, what in school though it was the summertime it was summertime it was summertime like yeah, yeah. i didn't live in brightmore since i was 12 is what he's saying we got the googles 
Yeah, somebody do that Googles. Anyway, I remember the power going out when I was I'm a kid nothing. down here. I'm gonna say about O2. The year matters none. It does. When we had that blackout, the blackout that everyone is referring to, <laughs> it was uh, 2003. 2003. Okay, no, relax. So, um, me and for some reason, only my brother Dion was at my dad's house. Um, so it was my dad, my brother Dion, and me. My dad didn't get my other two brothers. Um, and we just spent that entire day sitting on the porch and playing basketball. And then when it got dark, we sat out on the porch mm-hmm. because it was too dark in the house. It you was way too dark in the no basement. Yeah, we just we spent that whole day on the, on the porch just kicking it and playing basketball. Yeah. It was great. About the blackout. First of all, Black people are amazing. Because <laughs> people was freaking out. And we and having a good time. My dad was on the grill. We, we, uh, yep, everybody was grilling almost every day. Yep. Well, I know we went to the store and like the we I was living in the suburbs at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I had left Detroit and was living in the suburbs. And, um, and me too. That was the Peninsula House. And they um <laughs> and they were freaking out at the store. And we was like, oh, let's go get some lunch and meat. Yep. Let's go get some ice. We got a couple coolers. We would throw the stuff in the coolers, buy all the yep. other stuff we needed. Um, and we were just like at the crib playing Scrabble, playing Monopoly, like, going outside, swimming. We were doing all the stuff, like yes. just regular summer stuff. And like people was freaking out, like it's the end of the world. We about to be attacked <laughs> and all this other stuff. People buying generators. We was like, well, we need a generator for it. We right. got the car to charge our phones. <laughs> <laughs> we all good, bro. Come on and be good. resourceful in this blackout. <laughs> but yeah, so summers, like summers for me were very, as a kid, very much carefree. I spent a lot of time mm-hmm. outside, not necessarily on a porch but like every every night we would hang out on the front porch and just so the street that we lived on with my grandparents was like a major street uh it that it literally it leads to Bella. we stayed on east grand boulevard so we mm. would just see cars going up and down all day hey that's my car i'm gonna have that car when i get older <laughs> hey you see them rims hey look at the color motorcycles all of that stuff so like <sighs> I'm so mad. Oh, we had to, to be grow a kid up. again, right? Uh, <laughs> the sounds would be bumping, the windows, yes. uh, your house would be rattling. I would hate that. I loved it. No. I was just rush it. Oh, but another thing we did in the summer is me, my grandma, and my auntie and my cousins. We would go to Bella like literally every single day, mm-hmm. and just like ride around, like around like four or five o'clock, just like mm-hmm. ride around Bella every day. It was just our thing. So even though I lived on the street that leads to Bella, we didn't. Uh, that was like family reunions, you mm-hmm. know. If we had that, like pack picnics, something like that. Um, I was terrified of the giant slide. Man, me too. My daddy had to take me. I couldn't go by myself when I was a kid. I went by myself and I flew off the little mat Man. too high one time, and I was like, "No, nah, I can't do that again." No, when you go when you grown, that's when you be flying in the air. Like I think I was like twenty two <laughs> trying know, to get on that mud. You know how many people have just Lost left skin? Exactly, bro. Why is that thing still open? They got the potato sacks. Yeah. They 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 change it from plastic to metal. So Which is even worse. No, metal. It was metal when I was growing up. When I was a kid, it was that yellow plastic. It was the big yellow plastic. It went through change it went it was metal plastic. Metal plastic and back to metal. Okay. So it was metal. 
and hot. That boy will be ninety nine degrees outside, <laughs> and the sun just baking exactly. on that boy. Exactly. And you slide off. We didn't have a potato sack. We had like a just little, yeah, like a little rug thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. You slide off the rug. It's over done. for you. You have an entire here's, third degree burn the at the right side you of your have body. You master the first bump. If your first bump ain't in control. You start sliding Give up diagonally. The <laughs> Give up the ghost. Oh, I have a question. Uh, we were at this uh, comedy show, mm-hmm. and it was these dudes like our age at the comedy show, and they was talking about a mobile. I said it had to be some East Side stuff. Yeah. And my listeners, please let me know if y'all know what I'm talking about, because I have never seen it in my never life. Seen it. it was like a mobile swimming pool. And like, oh, bring it to the to the. You talking about the, uh, the semi truck pool? Yeah, I guess. You know what you're talking about. And they hook it up. And they hook it up to the fire hydrant. And then they were they were getting this boy all day. And then he said it, it took somebody it pee. Yeah, it, he said it didn't. Um, it didn't drain out. It didn't drain out. So somebody had pee in it, and then they had to get in get out and it'd take like two hours so usually when somebody pee was done so i i don't think i have ever personally experienced that however i do recall seeing a post on facebook a couple years ago about something like that and i it may have been an east side thing because like one of my older brothers was like oh dog do you remember that and i'm like what are y'all talking about that had to be an east side thing probably i'm not i'm not saying the west side is better but we did have a couple pools Chandler, no. they got Chandler Park on the east side. Chandler That's Park where, and a whole water park. Yeah, yeah. A wave pool. Was it was it that when we was it that way when we were younger? Yeah. Chand- yes. Wait, I went there like all the time. Yes. yes. Chandler Park. Yeah, it's yes. Well, the wave I don't pool. This it's right over by and ninety four. It got a water slide too. Yeah. It's a whole water park. With the inner tube. Uh, it's a water park. Yes. yes. So it, See, the this is why I brought it up to the east side. What you know about to do? It's by Eastland. Oh. No, it's not right by Eastland. It's not by Eastland. It's not by How far is it from Eastland? So Chandler Park is like, no, 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 no. Chandler Park is like, 94 and Connor area. Eastland is don't like know what that is. Because you're not from the east side. First of all, Chandler Park is not 94 and Connor. Um, Literally, if you come off it's the not exit, Connor. Of Con- no. If you come off the exit for Connor mm-hmm. and you go to your left, it's going to take you to Chandler Park. It's more like casual, though. Like it's not no, Connor. It no, Chandler Park is right by uh, what's the other one? Like- where the water park is is closer to Connor because it's right over there by um where the um Michigan Works right. building is. Nah, Detroit listeners, y'all, what y'all not about Don't to care do at all? Pull up the map. That's what I'm about to do. Look at my phone at 20%. So, so my, she my, said 20%. Like, that's low. Girl, yeah, you got iPhone. You yeah, you got about an hour and a half. Nah, not the way this thing. This is a seven. So, my, my summers went in waves. When I was young, like when I was still ugly, mm-hmm. I remember the summer, me thinking about the summer was just hooping, fighting my friends on the block. Why are they your friends? Because Why sometimes you, you, sometimes you. you play pick them up, mess them up, or you be hooping, and my Ooh, man's just that's dumb. That's the best fight. Yeah, and he he just what? been calling crazy stuff, or he been talking crazy while we got company on the block, and now it's like, fam, I'm going to fold you. Or, yeah, or in the summer, the new chick come to the block, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Everybody trying to get on the new chick, so you know it's a little or, testosterone. Yeah, or we'll fight the new dudes who just came to the block. Just okay. to get them in there, so, so that was that was that wave. But then when we became by the fall, we was friends. Yeah, now they was part of the game. So yeah. how many times did you have to lose to be friends? 
You didn't lose. You didn't lose. You just fought. First again. of all, when like, you were young, like that young, you fought. Everybody went home, and then the next it, day they walking down the street, and you say, <laughs> "You be like, y'all want to hoop?" Yeah, it <laughs> is. When you that young, you don't even throw punches. Y'all just wrestle each other right. until somebody pull you off of them. So that was like when I was twelve and younger. Once we became teenagers, it was hooping, crime. And hood rats. <laughs> Crime? Yeah, like that's a verb now. Mm, dude. Yeah, yeah. It was hooping and then drugs <laughs> and what party we going to? And See. now as an adult, the summer, the summer, the summer is still fun, but it's like as a kid, there was yeah, there was this freedom. There was like we invincible. Um, See, yeah, I, I feel like Dufay during the summertime now. Like, I'm mad at all of my teacher friends who get months off. And it's like, man, my work schedule don't change. As, as a matter right. of fact, I get busier in the summer. <laughs> like, sure. I don't got no, hey, let's just go to this parade over here. Or let's go to this, what do you call it? The fair that's happening down the street at 3 o'clock in the afternoon it's on It's like Tuesday. you got to really manage your free time but in see, the summer. That That's... So this is a part of self-care. Like, we have to not forget moments that were sacred and moments that gave us freedom. And we have to, like, not just let adulthood choke the joy out of our life. Man, it's summer. It's lit. Right. Let's go do some stuff. I mean, yeah, you could manage that time. Like, if I get off at 5, like, I got at least until 11 before I get sleepy. Like, we be thinking so much about the next day. Yeah. 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 We don't be, like, letting ourselves, like, enjoy the moment. Right. Like, I work downtown, uh-huh. and I rarely just be like, let me just walk around downtown. You yeah. Know, yeah. Like, for sure. You know what I'm saying? I'll be like, let me get home, tired of work. Let me go wash these clothes for work tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Thinking about Literally. constant work. You know what I'm saying? And it, it is stuff for us to do. And I remember when the, the collective got together, it was in the summertime. Very we much, stayed yeah. up late. We, we managed, you know. Yeah. 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 We made it summer again. Yeah. We made we stupid, did. irresponsible decisions as far as our time management. Last but year. it was. We, yeah. It was lit, though. Like, we was yes. out till, like, 5, 6 in the morning at, no, like, Leo's. It, it, but it didn't matter. Like, yeah. I was at work, like, I got new friends. Like, and they understand me. <laughs> yes. and we hang out all the time. Yes. So y'all trying to have summer again? Nah, nah. But not like that. I, I I'm not staying say, up to hey, 4. We just need to curfew about 2 a.m. Let's, <laughs> just, let's just take a, a collective um, trip somewhere. Yeah. We need to do that for sure. We should plan that. We're gonna do a collective trip. Yeah. I, like, not Niagara Falls. Oh no! First of all, coming over here—that's the only thought thing I was thinking about. When I was driving up, I was like, "Yeah, man, that was so fun going to Niagara Falls." But um, uh, I mean, we could do it again—just a different configuration. I can't okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so. Hey, no, you know what would have been funny, though? Yeah. If she would have had a fourth coupler and then moved the trip to another place. Like, nah, now we're going to California. <laughs> they were supposed to go to Chicago. Man, so, I'm not about to okay, talk about so. <laughs> But I do, like, you know, since we're talking, I really want everybody, like, if y'all, you know, comment on a podcast, say what y'all doing this summer. You know what I'm saying? Like, if there's some fun picnics or something Unless that's coming up. Unless you're going to Miami. You know what I'm saying? Don't 
don't tell us you're going to Miami because then I'm or Vegas. You. you know what I'm saying? Please like, do not go any, to the Dominican Republic. Any, oh. Don't do not. Black don't, people need to stop do going to the not. DR, Miami, and Vegas. First of all, no, no. There Wait, but no, I'm going to dying. Vegas this summer. My Look, family reunion there. You such a hype. Y'all got oh, you. You up. got actually family in Vegas. Our family reunion is there. But did, is did, it did, family there? I'm asking. No. Our family reunion is there. Wait, the whole family just <laughs> right. We're trying not about to do. Like, let's go to Vegas, y'all. Last year it was New Orleans. I is, missed that. Is Luke or the year before? No, this is my mom's side of the family, not my dad's side. You ain't gonna sneak Uncle Lou to Vegas. First of all, you paying for his ticket? Because I am poor. First of all, first of all, he went with Chrysler. Everybody else ticket. Don't be acting like that. What y'all not about to do? Tell him to pay for mine. You not going? No, nah, bro. Shoot, I will. Lou got it. I will drive in a car with Lou to are Vegas. You, are you his only child? No, I have an older brother. Oh, yeah, he's one of the five, but he's the only one whose name doesn't start with a D. He, wait, what? All of my older brothers start with D, except for my brother Lewis. Oh, so he's a junior. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wait, I didn't know about this brother Lewis. I didn't know about this you brother and Corsetta. <laughs> <laughs> I always say Danita I have five older and brothers. Corsetta have all these siblings, and each time we talk to them, it's a new sibling. David, Lewis, DeAndre, Dewan. Okay, Dion. Well, okay, Lewis. Nobody just got on the podcast in got through in here. <laughs> Our stalkers. Right. Oh. Um. <laughs> They'll be fine. My brothers can handle themselves. Alright, let's not incriminate anyone. To DM for tagging me and the uh, women and men are equally private from last podcast. Um, yeah, they are. Facts. But I don't Thanks, really want that on DM. Facebook. <laughs> Thank you Factory. so much for being on our side. Factory. Mm. Mm-mm-mm-mm. No, he was quoting me, man. Yeah. Equally prideful. Yeah. Low key, yeah. We got y'all out of there. Y'all lucky the mics uh, got messed up. <laughs> it would have been a 3 0 clean body, no debating. Whatever. This sound like the refs from that uh, One Warriors Raptors game. We, we still not talking about that right now. So mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so we're going to move <laughs> along to our next topic. We want to bring you guys to this week's homie court. And this week's homie court is present. Uh, <laughs> is present. Is brought to you by betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> so the homie court. Hey, if you uh, sorry, if y'all want to uh, sponsor us, <laughs> so we can have some real sponsors. Legit, if y'all want to throw some homie courts so, on our pages, then yeah. we can talk about that. Would be great as well. Yeah. And, and when you throw the homie court, uh, give us the story. Example. Yeah, give or us an example. Leave, don't use leave, your, leave don't your phone number so we can call you. Don't you, tag you his name. Don't leave your phone up. Okay. We can call send him. Send the phone yes. numbers to Danita. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, don't do that. To, uh, don't do that at all. Nah. Don't be nasty with the numbers. podcast. No, no, no. Leave me your phone Relax. number. Relax. Relax. We was just talking Danny off mic. Spoken. Oh, now you got my name right. Now you want to say my name. No, we was just talking off mic about people calling in. Take yourself to the altar. Whatever, man. So homie court is uh about the homie backdooring you and shooting the shot that you've already shot. Mm. So we wanna talk about when when are all the unacceptable scenarios where the homie cannot shoot a shot? Or is any scenario acceptable for the homie to shoot a shot? I just wanna know, is there a a grace period. Mm. So, okay. If we, if I was in a relationship with this woman, 
or we spent significant time together, ain't no grace period. What's significant time? What's that minimum? Like a summer, a couple months, maybe take a trip out of the country. Like a season? If I take her out the country, yeah, nah, you can't speak. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I feel like, dang, I'm so torn on this. I feel like if she meant something to me, no, no, no. I feel on the the other end. I feel like if your boy have talked to this girl, and they may have kissed and or touched, and it's more than just like exchange numbers, um. It's a no-go for me in my mind. They off limits, you know. That's sister. Even if they break up, that's your sister. Oh, that's my sister, you know, type feel. Uh, I know there's probably been some relationships that that worked, but I know I have this thing. Now, if if they, y'all not that close friends, it don't matter. But if y'all, like, close, like you and the person are close that she dated, then, you know, I think it's off limits. I feel like everything is off limits. Like Everything? Yeah, like I feel like if my friend even talked to somebody, like, and they weren't like in a relationship, like I feel like that's off limits. Man, some of my it doesn't friends, matter. Some straight niggas. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, what if you got the homie who consistently shoots shots, but it's like this person is actually a better fit for you, and now you just don't have that option because your homie doesn't have discretion. I have friends like that. Like I have friends that. Like, hey, like, this not working for me. Like, maybe it's a better fit for you. Um, I just, I don't know. No, I don't like, s- like, say, say we got somebody that is, like, a habitual shot taker. You know what I'm saying? And they don't and, even confer with the Yeah, group. they just take a shot. And they actually, okay, they actually, they take a shot. Mm-hmm. They Take the shot. They bring the girl to a homie court. I mean, to a homie court. Bring her to a game night. And next time you ask, they be like, "Oh no, nah, man, she was. I just brought her around. She ain't. She ain't for real." Do you? That's still a no go for you. Yeah. Um, See, I feel like yes in that because of how I view game nights. Yeah, because you brought her to game night. Like that's. Have you noticed that some people that come to game night come with game night with different people? Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah, like, that's not as sacred. I, you know, okay, you, you know, know game night has had a lot of one and dones. It has. Yeah, and I think that some some game night is Kentucky on the low? Multiple people to game night to try to see how they fit right. like, with the vibe. So, so I understand they, that. But if they don't fit, then why now are all the rest of the homies beholden? Do you know how weird that is though? Like, okay, so homie A bring old girl to game night. That didn't right. work out. So now homie B shoot his shot and he brings bring her again to, to game, game night. night? Like, that's because weird. hold on, if if she just at the I'm coming to game night phase, usually the homie doesn't have that deep of an interaction with her. Maybe See, we. Okay. I think we're thinking that yeah, differently. We, okay, because when when I bring. Even my like my friends think, to game I think night. We're different. Yeah, y'all are different. Yeah. You brought not men. Not, not I think the collective are different. The collective yeah. is different. Oh, sorry. I think the collective when we bring somebody to game night, it's like introducing them to a part of our family. Right. right. People, some people that are friends of the collective. Okay. They just bring multiple chicks yeah. to game night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Okay. Well, when you like, think yeah. about it, nobody in a collective has brought. The collective doesn't really bring the one it does. 
You brought Tony and Young and Gage, so. <laughs> <laughs> True. Is, that, is it still working? Uh, it's still working. Yeah. So and that's, then we that's had what I'm thinking. Sheree, and she's. Wait, she was here forever. Yeah, friend. Before she was introduced to game night, so yeah. that's a little. Let's bit not different. bring that up because I feel like <laughs> Too Fago take us to home court. We're not introducing. Oh, 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 I forgot all about that. <laughs> <laughs> that will be a home court in the future. Do we bad. need to bleep our names? We need to go back and be like, "You brought bleep." No, because that's gonna sound wild. Right? Like, nah. Yeah, remember that time you brought? Nah, this is oh, gonna no, sound no, a waiver. No, no, no. She said he's gonna take you to homie court about because your tell they didn't say. set up the shot. Yeah, I didn't set up the shot. Yeah, yeah. When you don't, when your Y'all friends don't set up the shot. But God is an organic God, and look how he's organic. The, yeah, organic. He, yeah. he organically you, brought y'all. You know, God also uses his vessels to do his work. All right. Mm. Anyway. <clears throat> So yeah, um, I don't I don't know I don't know how I how I. So would y'all would you shoot a shot at this homie homie a shot? So that's what I was gonna say. I feel like it depends on how that ended. So like, if if it was a mutual agreement of like, oh y'all this ain't gonna work. Wait, then what you saying ended means like how however that it feel like interaction or exchange ended. If I'm gonna shoot a shot that the homie shot in my mind, it never began. It didn't even get that far for it to be of note. Okay, let's get the rules. A shot is not a relationship. You right. just shoot a shot, right? And y'all may exchange numbers. That's still out of at line. The, it couldn't be out of be, line now. At the very beginning, y'all know y'all not gonna work for each other. We're saying like in that point, not we went on went on. Some days. Seven, eight, nine days. Oh, we were talking. that's different. Like we're just saying, if somebody shot a shot, now that is another part. Even if they were actually dating, like that's some a completely of my different conversation for friends, me. Um, some of my unsaved friends, <laughs> they just be trying to smash in those couple dates. They're not really trying to get to know the girl or gotcha. talk to them. Gotcha. Um, they're just trying to smash, right? So. You telling me because he chose to try to smash her and she didn't let him smash because she saw that he wasn't in for them. I gotta be punished. Yeah. First of all, punished, especially like when that. your homie don't got discretion. So, so, and that's where that's where part of it comes in. If your homie just out here shooting shots just to shoot shots, he's not serious. So, or if you he didn't, can't be hurt if you didn't huddle before. That's also like. You need to. You got to communicate with yeah. all the homies that are present before you just shoot. Yeah, a shot. for sure. Like you, you, you got to, you got to, you have to. Because some some people will preemptively shot shoot out of spite. Because like, how do I know <laughs> if you shot your shot at this person or you were thinking about it? Maybe I saw other person as well, and I'm es- like, yo. Especially if they don't feel like the alpha, if they like, oh, she might like <laughs> one of these dudes. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get in. I'm early. pulling up from half court. <laughs> she ain't even look at me yet. I'm already on her. So in in that case, if it is literally just the I'm shooting my shot, I don't feel like there's any limits. I don't think there's no limitations to that. But if there's been a relationship or even just the talking stage, which we gotta have that conversation anyway, um, nah, don't. I'm, I agree with Danita. So how 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 close the friend gotta be? Like the friend who shot the shot? Yeah. Like, I don't think they, it matters. What, what if they like? 
if you're calling them friend, no, 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 it's no. off limits. If they're acquaintance, but if it's an acquaintance, I mean, <sighs> like, what if you know them? You don't seen them maybe four or five times. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't. They don't. Look at her. Look at her. Her ah, she don't care. <laughs> <laughs> she said he's mine. Okay, Shut up, but what? If, okay, so what if the acquaintance mm-hmm. is close friends with one of your close friends? Mm. So it's like. Hey, you done brought me in the same room with this dude and he done took my girl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think you got to talk to your close friend. I think, like, y'all have to have that huddle and, and figure out what was the, you know, what was the interaction there. Maybe because we shoot the shots more, these come up for me and more Yeah, often. I was going to say, I think there's definitely a gender difference because I, women sure. ain't, well, some women ain't out here shooting shots. So, so, so here we go, right here. This is your question. Okay. If a dude mm-hmm. shot his shot at one of your friends mm-hmm. and it didn't work out, say your friend was like just not into him, right? Is it okay to talk to the dude? I'm no. gonna talk to her first. So I guess we're different on this. Yeah. I'm gonna talk to her first and figure out what was going on. What didn't you like? Was it like super major red flag or just your personalities? Didn't yeah, what click? if he a lame? You know what I'm saying? He just a lame to her. Like she a party girl. That's relative. That that is relative. And you like lames. Right. So if that's the case, I'ma ask, like, yo, was he just lame to you? Like was he was he not just But you're not gonna ask for permission. I'm learning a lot about Danita right now. I'ma flat out no. Just because the way it go down I said we're different. The way it queen. The way it go down in the group chat. First of all, Yo, the way it goes down in the group chat, if if somebody shoot they shot at a friend, she come into the group chat mm-hmm. telling every single detail, everything about the interaction, mm-hmm. why she not feeling him, all that other stuff. So by the time the group chat get done with the dude, it's like, well, I mean, but what if she irrational? Like, what if she be like, well, I don't like him because. He, you know, uh, wear his phone outside his. I got you. I would still say no. For for, for me and my friends, I'm gonna say no. Look, he got this degree. He drive this car. He stay in this area. But I don't like him because he's not six two. He's six one and a half. I'm still saying no. (laughs) What? For you, I'll be back. We can we y'all go ahead. I'll be back, F. Can can we? All right, so we are back. This was our weekly Uber Eats punch in, where everyone got some food. So shout out to Uber Eats. One day they'll probably Bam. sponsor pay the podcast. Pay us. <laughs> Stop shouting. One day Uber every Eats. week. <laughs> but on two K, you got to drink Gatorade at a certain amount of press conferences before you get the endorsement. So we two K. We're not. This my double grand entrance, second grand entrance. What's the next topic? <laughs> so we want actually don't know. The ne- I know I know what the next topic is, <laughs> but I don't know what y'all want to talk about about it. So we want to talk about love languages. Mm, I, I feel like Jeffrey should introduce it. I mean, I don't know the, the actual topic, but one, <laughs> uh, I, I do want to know if. You guys know your love language. Um, 
Yes. And do you know yes. your love language is, and then the numbers in order. So, and do and do your significant others know your love languages, or did they know them? Did y'all take the test when it was how you receive love and oh, how you give love? Yo, that's the best yeah. one. Now it's just selfish. You just <laughs> you know, <laughs> talk about how you receive. They just talk about how you receive. They don't. They don't tell you how you give the best. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> she, she will. So yeah, I I read it when they first came out. Now, like they have a website, you can actually go mm-hmm. and like answer these questions, and mm-hmm. they tell you like what your love language is. Um, me and my girlfriend did them very early in our relationship. I suggest everyone do them because. It feels some kind of way when the person doesn't know your love language and mm-hmm. doesn't know how to show you love, or you're looking for love and they're not showing you the right amount of love because they don't know how to show you the right amount of love or the way you like to be loved. So I suggest you do it. Mm-hmm. Mine personally is quality time, acts of service, physical touch, which I did not know about at all, um, gifts and then words of affirmation words of affirmation is low for me mm-hmm. and then my girlfriend's is the exact same ones as mine except the first two are uh, switched so her acts of service is one and her quality time is two and then the rest of them are the same mine is a very very close tie for number one quality time and physical touch the next is <laughs> remember Danita is requesting all numbers well we're not about to do Thank she said it was for home record but it's really for love languages no um, the third one is um, words of affirmation gift giving and then acts of kindness um, mine is physical touch because I grew up in an emotional household. You better know the My roots. grandma gave me hugs all the time, and me and my sister are pretty close as well. But like, why? Why are you talking like you're discovering this yourself? Because you're trying to paint this false narrative about me, like and I am clarifying. You like touching? It's okay. It's okay. Not everybody. <laughs> but also, the collective don't appreciate hugs, so I am so. stifled. It's a shame that the women have to defend themselves like this on the podcast. Oh, it be wow, your own collective. Why, why are people want to just collective. make themselves <laughs> yeah, <people wanna> make <laughs> they selves martyrs so bad. The collective are slander. All right. Anyway, so my love language <laughs> um, is... Wild out, King. My top two is quality time. Mm. And acts of service. Mm. And my the way no, I said that wrong. Quality time and physical touch are my side too. The the way that I so show the exact it, same as mine. No no no. Mm. I, look, mm. my grandma ain't hugged me. I was in the street. <laughs> I told y'all what I was doing in the summer. So, but the way that I show it mostly is quality time and acts of service, and then gift giving. My top one is words of affirmation, and my second one is receiving gifts. And the way that I give love is words of affirmation and acts of service. It's it's funny because (laughs) um, as a collective may know, and some people that know me in real life, uh, sometimes I, I I don't I say 
what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I say what I mean, but um, it can come out like I'm saying something else, or it comes out mean, but I'm not trying to be mean. But mm-hmm. um, words of affirmation to me is like useless. <laughs> oh, I know that's your love language. I'm, I'm gonna get there. Hold on. It's like useless to me, so it will be hard. Like for me to give someone that has words of affirmation, mm-hmm. because I ha- I don't take any like you don't see the value I don't of see it. the right. value of it. Mm-hmm. So like this is why knowing like if if this is just example me and a person that had um, uh, the love language of their receiving as words of affirmation. Um, we would be terrible if we didn't know that, if I didn't know that. Exactly. Because I um, would want to spend time with them. I want to do things for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, physical touch. But, like, words of information, I would probably never tell them, mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm proud of you. Or this is important. And, or, you know, you did this and it was amazing. Because, um, to me, I don't need that. So, it's right. like... I'm not gonna give it if I'm th- don't think I don't because you don't need to yeah. think about it. Yeah, I don't think and about it. That's yeah. why it's important to know each other's love language. Like yeah. Tony's love language is um, quality time and physical touch. Mm-hmm. So him knowing that my my love language is words of affirmation is important, and he's still good at giving words of affirmation, mm-hmm. even though that's not one of his top two mm-hmm. um, love languages. Yeah, because when when you know your partners and especially if it's not the same or like the same um it's not as high ranked as yours like you have to make a concentrated effort to continually do that to let them know like like, i understand you and i love you yeah you have to do you have it has to be i'm sorry it has to be a a conscious (laughs) effort every day every day for me to do the my bottom two gifts is easy for me because I tie gifts to um, active service, mm-hmm. and I tie mm-hmm. gifts to quality time. Mm-hmm. When people give me a gift, um, and if they give me like money or something like what's the name, it mm-hmm. means nothing to me. But if you give me something that Thoughtful. I talked about, yeah. and mm-hmm. or you remembered, or you know, I would be like, oh, this is the best gift ever. I'm gonna keep it forever, and like I have like things that I have kept for a long time because they're tied to things but mm-hmm. gifts I don't really care if yeah. you give me a gift but I care about the be- what's behind it acts of service if you give me something that I need it I care about it you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying so that's the same way when I give gifts I'm giving you a gift that you need you know what I'm saying I'm giving you a gift that means something important to mm-hmm. you I'm not just going to give you a gift but those same things doesn't happen in my mind with acts of service yeah. like uh, and like for a long time I thought it was like a weakness my sister is acts of service I mean my sister is uh, words of affirmation mm-hmm. and I just thought it like oh she weak you need people to tell you you know what I'm saying like, you need people like, to tell you like yeah, yeah like you okay you better be stronger than that girl but like you know it's not about that it's, it's not about um, one thing you were saying like your mom um, my grandma your grandma gave you a lot of hugs and stuff mm-hmm. like actually our um love languages are kind of in us like mm-hmm. they, they 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 can be nurtured but you can't like you can't pick it you can't yeah, pick yeah. It. Mm-hmm. you can't say i want this because of this right or whatever and i, I think that's pretty dope um i suggest people read the book and mm-hmm. talk take to their, the test, take yeah. the test talk to their uh yeah. significant others about them i have a very weird like relationship with receiving gifts 
Like one Most people who know me know That I don't have Very big external reactions To mostly anything Yes this is true I don't have like spurts of like Joy Or if I do it's rare It's not my normal <laughs> Right it sounds like, so no, dark Even if I No I feel it But like you don't It's not my external it. Yeah and so for gifts, I'll be very appreciative when I get it, but I don't think it really sinks in like how dope a gift is to me until later. Even mm-hmm. if I appreciate it in a moment, I'll be like, so like, no, that was a terrible one because I actually appreciate that in the moment. <laughs> I was about to say when I got the Boy Meets World collection, but I actually love that in the moment. Um, I got like a runner's mask because um, I'm running, I'm a boxer. I'll knock one of y'all out if y'all. If y'all want it But anyway In the moment I very much appreciated the gift But it wasn't until like Weeks later When I'm actually running With the mask on That I was like I stopped I was like This was very thoughtful (laughs) 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 And so And when I give gifts In my mind I interpret People Interpret gifts the same way Like they Mm -hmm. are appreciative In the moment Mm-hmm. But it isn't until later where they like, oh, this is very thoughtful. So like, giving gifts to me, unless they are, if you give gifts consistently to me, they mean nothing. Mm. That makes sense. Like okay. if you just that that also doesn't mean give like one gift a year. <laughs> but <laughs> if it's like every month to me, if you give me a gift every month, I'm I just like all right. It's I, overwhelming. It, it takes. No, it's routine. Oh, okay. When the, to me, a gift is supposed to be occasional, and mm-hmm. that's what makes it special. Because, you know, that's how I experienced it as a kid. Gotcha. So the question was, do you, I, I'm guessing we answered it as we were talking about it, because the question was, do poets, um, I, I don't think it's, well, let me get the question first. The question is, do poets need, um, to receive love with words of affirmation like is, is it some because we are good with words uh or good in formulating poems do we need to receive wor- uh, words of uh love from words of affirmation um, i think it just depends on if that's your love language yeah. like mm-hmm. like for you words of affirmation isn't your love language right mm-hmm. so i don't think it would do any good <laughs> to try to give you words of affirmation if that's not how you receive love now you might you are really skillful with words mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what you need that's what you give though mm-hmm. like whether it's intentional or not like you give it to the audience um <laughs> you have defended <laughs> us you have defended us gallantly for me one one thing the love poem is the hardest poem for me to write for two words of affirmation is very low on my list as far as receiving but words of harsh criticism probably affect me more hmm. i don't know what the the opposite of love language is but whatever that <laughs> <laughs> destructive language, language. but w- what's the opposite of a- uh, affirmation i should be Gosh. really i'm a synonym person so it ain't it, it yeah words of affirmation is a big on me but Harsh criticism probably gets to me like more than like not being around you or not receiving gifts or like you not touching me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the inverse isn't true. For me, I don't um, I don't rank words of affirmation 
pretty high on my list for receiving love but i give people words of affirmation like people salt food so that's just it, it's a natural reaction i think um i i as much as i hate when people give themselves a title i i am an encouraging person so i just give words of affirmation just throughout like day-to-day -day interactions so as a poet i don't need that because i don't consider poetry to be something that um well I, I consider poetry to be a gift so don't praise me praise god if something i said wow. it's, it's dufay's poem if i said something that meant something to you it's not because i was intentionally trying to um, encourage you or anything like that I consider it to be a gift so don't praise me glorify my God but can you intentionally try to use the gift that God has given you to encourage yes but it's it's not no further questions your honor what you not about to do <laughs> well in that court case I, I didn't know we were at a court case you gotta make it quick so you can win I'm uncomfortable. I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> what about you, Brittany? Uh, for me, words of affirmation as a poet is important because it just goes both ways. Like, it's how I give and it's how I receive love. So, I don't know if it has anything to do with poetry or being a poet. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's cool when I write things and they affirm people. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't know. For me, it's important because it's one of my love language. My pri it's my primary love language. Gotcha. So when y'all write poems with specific people as the topic, mm -hmm. is that not intentionally using? Yes. Yes, it is, and that's different. But I I don't do that for every poem. Some poems are for me to process and to vent, and some poems are for other people to receive. Which is why I said, for me, it, words of affirmation as a poet aren't as important. I just recently wrote, started writing about people um, in a positive manner. <laughs> this sounds so bad. You've been writing this poem? I was. I, I can write a this poem in a heartbeat. Um, the Bars. Lord got to work on my heart. Y'all pray for me. Um, so, yeah. Nope. It is the nook if I'm you I'm not praying spirit. for it. Okay, don't. Um, <laughs> um, it. I don't know if it was necessarily of me being intentional with affirming the person, um, affirming the audience. Yes, mm -hmm. and I guess we'll get into that if we break down that poem. Same. So before we get to the poetry breakdown, I do want to ask you all, what genre? Of poetry do you think you have the easiest time and hardest time writing so the easiest <laughs> the easiest <laughs> um, genre of poetry for me to write is probably what we call dark poetry so um, just just dealing with heavier topics heavier issues the hardest for me to write is love poems mm, that sounds so sad <laughs> it does sound really really sad but uh, again going back to what poetry is for me 
a lot of times it is just me expressing and throughout other areas of my life I am more happy-go-lucky more upbeat more encouraging so poetry again for me started out as like my like safe haven place so it's easier for me to write it now whether I share it that's a different story now, do, you, do you feel loved absolutely okay do, why do you sound you like that? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to make sure everything's that okay. I'm okay yeah I'm okay. like so you you feel enough love you can you because you say you write a lot of dark stuff I don't yeah know. How is your soul? You have a troubled soul. No, I don't have a troubled you write soul. You a lot of dark stuff. I wish <laughs> no, I could do face, face right. Though. Okay. For, oh my goodness. I mean, I'm the same as Anita. Like, there could very well be positive things going on in my life, but it's so much easier mm-hmm. to write about the challenging things. Mm-hmm. And I think a part of that is because it's an outlet. Mm-hmm. I don't need an outlet for the good things that mm-hmm. are happening, you know? Yeah, like you, you just experience I, I that. Praise you God, that. I thank God, mm. and, you know, that's it. But when you have to actually, like, process through challenging things and the way that you process is writing, exactly. then that's why it, the challenging things are easier for me. So I would say that the dark genre is easier for me, whether that be but something personal. Is yeah, so spilling out on a page? Qu- question. Mm. Why don't we process good feelings i process them but it it's not a challenging process you know mm-hmm. well actually i take that back because this year has been nothing but like great things happening like back to back for me um called it you did <laughs> you, you did. said called you it did. that this was our year um and that's been challenging Power. to pro- <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> um, that's nah, been, I'm having a good year. <laughs> that's been challenging the process because everything has flipped upside down in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've also had writer's block for the for the whole year. So, um, and I I don't think I've gotten to the point where I've learned to process good things through my writing yeah. because it has always been a way to process the negative th- not negative challenging challenging yeah. things and it's been my way to share myself with the audience to in hopes get somebody that's been going through the same thing and encourage them along the way and for me it's also kind of uh, difficult let me tell you Denise just raised her hand so she could speak next. I did. Cause <laughs> we all do that. Thank you. Oh, you we all go like this. Yeah. Oh, oh y'all can't sit. Oh, I just wait till it get quiet. Yeah. <laughs> and that, then I try to jump in as quickly as possible. Terrible. But um, for me, it's also challenging to write happier stuff because I feel like it sounds so cliche. Mm. And I never want to be cliche. So, okay, so, so you, you got to push your pen. You cliche. You cliche? No, 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 no. It's 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 not if I write a love poem, I'm being cliche. It's just everything that I would think to say, I feel like it's been said before, or oh, this is too sappy. Like this is just too sugary. It's too much. So the reason I feel like most poems are either aspirational or audacious. So when it comes to happy poems, you have to write in a way where people listen to this and say i wish that was me mm. so there's for me there's no such thing as too sappy you you write a love poem so that every time somebody hear it they like i want somebody to love me like that mm-hmm. or 
hopefully they can look to the person who loves them like that. Or you write a love poem. <laughs> and then you gotta explain the way. To <laughs> <laughs> or that. I'm confused. What's that about? Oh, the poem coming up? Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, okay. I missed it. Never mind. All right. So, um. <laughs> Wait, what about y'all two? Y'all ain't. Like, y'all, y'all don't care about what we see. Um, don't do that. Um, the plight of the man on the podcast. You see what you over here building? These false narratives. We gotta I, fight for our own thoughts. I like I like writing love poems. I do. I think we know. Yeah, I have. A You're the goat. I have a lot of love poems. They're easy for me. To, they're not easy for Queen. me. To write. I don't. I, that's a lie. Um, they're not easy, but it's. Uh, I feel like. I feel like, we. You know, we need. I feel like everyone, I don't know, unless you're like a psychopath or something, uh, sociopath, Every sociopath. sociopath, everyone like is looking for it to be loved, no matter if you're like, whatever, you know, you classify yourself as, um, um, whatever gender you go by, or whatever, uh, Christian, um, it's, uh, Muslim, anything, whatever you actually say you are. Uh, I know I went from um, gender to I, I was doing that on purpose. Gender to religion. Yeah, to religion. Like, but you what, sound like somebody not trying to be yeah. a part of somebody Twitter thread. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to uh, censor myself as much as possible. But no, what matter whatever you you know claim to be or try to be, you people still want a connection and love, unless you are a sociopath. Um, you're looking for that connection and love and I think writing about it gives people a hope that you know they can find it someday and um, or you know tell the chicks out there I'm out here you know what I'm saying you gotta let them know I'm here you know what I'm saying my heart will ever forever be your home find rest here queen you know what I'm saying you gotta let them know no, I'm saying, but seriously, uh, I, so to me, it becomes a little easier. And I know, I think we were so we were a couple places. It was a couple places, and dudes was like, "Bro, I loved your poem." Gay, <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, bro. No. <laughs> no, but it was like, yo, you know, I'm like, that's dope. You know, like I was joking when I said this, day, mm-hmm. that's but um, but I'm like, yo, that's dope that like I can write a love poem about a woman. And, and like dudes can be still be like, yo, that's that's dope. Yeah. I want to be that. I want to be that to my girl or whatever. Right. Um, so, I, so I think it's cool. Did you say what was your your worst? Like, what's well, more we, hard for you to write? I feel like Jesus everything comes are, easy to him. Oh no, me too. Jesus pieces are very hard for me to write, and the reason is I am very, very scripturally sound mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like sometimes that sounds mad so, prideful no 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 sometimes some of the things some like when we say um God is good all the time and all the time God is good mm-hmm. it's a churchy. true statement it yeah. is but it's churchy yeah. it's a true statement but the 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 actual like when we dive deep in that and we talk about um 
when we talk about like oh yeah when god destroyed the world like mm-hmm. the first time he was and still he good. yeah he was still good when mm-hmm. those children died he was still he good was still he good. did everything he does when he send people to hell for being dis- disobedient he is still, still good, good. Yeah. And, and to me when we say certain things and we don't give all of the definition mm-hmm. um of it i feel like it's incomplete and, and then in my poems what i find myself doing is trying to like like do a a, a deep dive mm-hmm. into the words so then i have to pull back like oh my goodness mm-hmm. i can't do this because it's not good as a poem you know what i'm saying it becomes yeah. trying to get people me yeah, yeah exactly yeah. i mean but you have to write in a jesus piece you have to be biblically sound and i think yeah. that's what people like miss and that's why it might be so easy for people to write them mm-hmm. because they not like diving and like studying and making sure there's sound when they're doing stuff like right. they just like those churchy sayings they'll just yeah. throw them in there like See, the thing is like then we have somebody like Rosetta which the Jesus piece is scripturally sound yes. so like she's saying churchy things yes and then like she's still saying like I'm the type of person if you say something wild in your poem I'll be like after the poem over I'm like yeah bro but you know that's not what it meant right. you know what I'm saying she, so <laughs> you she don't can actually after, do yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah she can actually do the poem and it still stand on its own yeah. me I'll be trying to do that and I'll be like no well I need to cross that out because somebody might think I'm saying this and I, it's just Gosh. really it gets or, difficult yeah. or they're not going to investigate the poem like uh-huh. when we do River outside of the first time people don't really dive into what we're saying the theology yeah. and yeah. philosophy yeah. of what we're saying yeah so what so, about you Juan? i actually don't know how i had varying answers to what i think i do best my first thought is poems that deal with blackness and that includes anything i write about my family because although it'd be about my family in my mind I'm writing it from a black perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to say any poems where I am taking an emotion and trying to make you feel the extreme version of that emotion is probably where I do my best writing. The thing, the poems that I struggled the most with. I was going my, my first thing was gonna be anything like love poems or happy poems I'll say it, the happy poems but I feel like some of two of the poems that people enjoy most that I do are love poems but I struggle right man huh? Japanese denim yeah. is still in love Japanese denim was like the easiest thing in the world for you. Still in love is not a love poem. No, 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 no. I said Japanese <laughs> denim it's, it's was not. the easiest thing still for him a, to still write. Still in love is a love poem. It, it is. Just, the context of it changes because the relationship ended, but it yeah. was written in Every the relationship. Every time I hear it, it makes me sad. It doesn't make me happy. <laughs> okay, so if I, said, the story. if I said those oh. same words about a woman I was currently with, they were like, this is a, uh, a yeah. beautiful poem. We um, know the backstory, so we we automatically cast it in that light. But so I, I would just say, um, overtly happy poems mm-hmm. is probably the thing I struggle most with. You want to ask him if his soul is okay? That doesn't have anything to do with blackness, because black black was pretty easy to write. 
Yeah. See, and I feel like nostalgia was the best version of happy poem I've ever written. And that was just writing about childhood. Yeah, I feel like when you reminiscing, it's easier. Like, yeah. yeah, it's easier. Yeah, I can't cast visions of happiness into the future. Oh, or like sad. if I do, if I do, I compare it to something <laughs> sad immediately. Like mm. home, the first yeah, the mm-hmm. first part of home is so happy. Mm-hmm. If it ends in the first part, you're like, oh, this is a decent poem. Yeah. Then I just take all that weight. Pure imagination is happy. But it's, I'm right pure, in knowing that. Pure imagination that it, is not. It is not happy. No, he's talking about the, 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 the beginning. beginning of it. Oh. <laughs> if it ends at the first part, but I'm only writing right, happiness then with the. the poem. Right. I know. But, yeah. And I'm only writing those happy parts knowing, like, the I, I am about to destroy you. So I need, I need to. I need to up. plant seeds of happiness. Yeah. Um. So I will ask you, like, is your is your soul okay? Is it well? It's pending. Soul? Oh, it's pending. It's pending. Yeah. Um, you know, you yeah. know, me and God, he stopped talking to me after the MGM fiasco. So the Lord talks to you all the time. Wait, I didn't hit that seven. So Bishop still wants for, for things. So I'm in the doghouse. You um, see all these callbacks within a matter of ten seconds. <laughs> And this is so, why poetry is so easy for you. You know, I got my degree in broadcasting, right? Journalism. We sick of you. And so, this degree. I, I, <laughs> I do. Uh, I do think we should. I, uh, Bro, did we? When we, when we challenged each other before, did we challenge you not to write happy poems? Yes. yes. We need to pull that back. <laughs> <laughs> we need to Duck pull that is. back. Oh, oh. Drake said it. I'm light skinned, but. New challenge. <laughs> Let's challenge you to write some happy love poems. You know what I'm saying? No, the thing was, is her poems were never happy. It was just her tone that was happy. Right. Y'all, y'all want to lay out some new challenges right here? It's challenge day. It's a challenge day. We have watched. Wait, I feel like <laughs> y'all never said, gave the men of the collective a challenge. Because yes, we y'all, did. We, we told you Jesus not to write to poems. Write. Oh, that y'all told me not to write churchy poems. No, we told you not to write poems with a happy resolution. Oh, with yeah. a happy resolution. Yeah, I think you did a very good job. Yeah, you did. Right, you don't even have to do not happy. I mean, you could have wrote just happy poems completely through, but you didn't have to have a resolution. Um, Wait, you doing the resolution? So did I not do a good job? No, no, no. You no, did. you did. You, you did, did, you did an amazing job. But your your, your task was right, dark <laughs> and you succeeded. Yeah, you succeeded. So we go. We gonna. I'm need not you gonna to, get into that today. We gonna need you to come back. Come, okay. come back to the light, dark. Okay. I mean, <laughs> um, I'm disclaimer. Let me throw this out here real, real fast. So. What happens when an artist writes about their life mm-hmm. and then it's told, not slandered, but like told that it's too much? No. So I now, feel, I'm not saying that's, the, wait, that's wait, what wait. you're doing. So I feel this conversation is very, very similar to what Dewan said in the last episode about Oprah and when they see us. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't discredit somebody's life experience because you feel a certain way about it like that's just that's their life you 
I mean, he told Oprah to shut up, but like they he lived did. it. Hey, first of all, hey, Oprah if Oprah, if you wanna sponsor us, <laughs> we okay. are sorry. We keep for telling why. people they got the bag, but Oprah, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Oprah has been dissing black people Oprah. all our lives. I'm tired of her. Okay. Harpo was right. We as the collective do not endorse domestic violence and Unless Oprah. you're Oprah. Okay, well what Gail doing in the household? <laughs> Does she all, got a hook? Oh everybody wilding. Oprah, if you want to support us. Oprah. Support us. We accept your support. Um two Fam, a wrinkle in time was trash because Oprah Don't was in disrespect no, it. Ava. Oprah. It was because of, of everybody. And because she, of the storyline. I think she's just really good at doing what she does. Oprah been telling us she ain't like black people for Oprah Wan is sorry. Fifteen years. Wan no, is not. not sorry. Oprah. No, he not. So Chappelle should question. divorce you and take you for I, everything I, you got. Chappelle. Chappelle. You don't remember the skit on the show where? Oh. oh. <laughs> so oh my there's God, there's two segment. things. Why? There's um two things in there. I do think there's certain things are definitely for your own to your own self to write. Um, you you have a responsibility to yourself when you're writing to not censor yourself. Mm-hmm. But you do have to know what is for the audience mm-hmm. that you're, you're presenting. On. So I think it was one time um, we were at a love show, and it was a love show, and um, like three people had did poems about being molested mm. and I, I'm looking at the audience and then I go up and do my love poem and a lady come up to me afterwards like oh, I'm so glad you did a love poem because I came here to hear love poem with your poetry yeah and you know what I'm saying like read I, the room yeah kind of yeah read the room <laughs> know what you're doing and what's that about like you know people I'm not saying you don't get your poem off get your poem off if you need to um didn't need it in your situation with Garfield, um, we gotta rename that, bro. What's the other? What's the other one we didn't sticky do? Sticky notes, no, and then the, uh, the other one. The, oh, the I one, know what you're talking the about. The one where men were predators everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Which is true. Which I is mean, a that's true a poem. Facts. Facts. It's a facts poem. Like, so it's the totally thing wasn't that the poems was dark. It was no that was spectrum. the lighter one. No, there was no spectrum to the writing. So it was like let's let's take Danita's journey for the show. Dark, dark, dark. That's what I said. That was the like the one that we didn't put on the show was the lightest of the ones that I wrote in that particular time well, period. I think Sticky Notes was the lightest. No. See, see, this is now we're entering a dark place where we gotta ask if depression or predatory behavior with men is lighter. See, mm. I feel like this sounds really terrible because no one outside of us sitting here has heard the poem in question it's still dark okay i got a lot of dark poems that i'm like i'm not really gonna do this even the idea i'm like i don't want to write it because it'll bring me to a very dark place Mm. and i don't want people to feel like this i just had this conversation at work because we gotta do poetry for this event coming up and um I was gonna do a poem about how me and my my best friend from high school went from writing all this music together in the studio to now just writing letters back and forth because they're doing life in prison. And I'm like, I don't want people to feel like that, mm-hmm. like where this poem will go. So I'm a I'm gonna keep this in my imaginative tuck. But what if it's somebody out there that's in the same situation that you are? I feel like I can have that conversation without. Okay, 
without exposing to I'm going to try to say this in the most humble way, period. I feel like sometimes God gives us gifts that we have to know when to dial it down. And I feel like one of the gifts God has given me is to use words to control human emotions. I feel like when I want you to feel something, mm-hmm. especially with poetry, I can make you feel exactly how I want you to feel. Mm-hmm. And so just because I can write a poem Doesn't that I know is going to be heartbreaking, I sometimes I just don't want to. Because I feel like... like It's like... Have you ever watched the movie where you're like, this is good, but I never want to see this again? Yes. 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 Like, why yeah. would this person do this? this? Like, that's how I feel watching for color girls. Like, why oh, would... Yes. You know, why would they do this to us? Bro, I hate yeah. watching or precious. movies like that. Or Precious. Mm-hmm. Be like, bro, what's the point of this movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't exactly. want to be leaving, like, just like, you know what? You know, I think that the point terrible. is, though, is to recognize that there are people like going through these situations mm-hmm. and sometimes especially in America we can get so wrapped up in ourselves and so wrapped up in the positive things in our lives that we fail to realize that there are people less fortunate there are people that are going through very hard situations and it's a responsibility especially as Christians to like keep our eyes on those situations mm-hmm. to like intercede and stuff like that so that that's my point of view I say if you write dark write dark in order to bring light to situations and to order in order to bring people to a realization that things happen bad things happen mm-hmm. to people and they need your support and they need that part they they need to know that you're going through that and sometimes people don't have the nerve to say it and when people do have the nerve to say it then i applaud them mm-hmm. i i i 100 percent hundred percent agree with that for me some of the things that i don't write about even if i feel them i know i have other avenues in life to invest in other people's lives so like Mm, even when i'm not writing even if i don't write the poem about my man's being in prison Mm -hmm. i actively work in criminal justice and and juvenile justice reform areas uh so like yeah man we more than poets (laughs) <laughs> yeah but i yeah. i think marching down the street with the can what mm. i think <laughs> i don't know what's happening behind me Brittany is pointing at something uh, <laughs> i think part of our responsibility as christians who value not just being biblically sound but also who value being truthful and what we produce and we also value mental health that is kind of like our responsibility to write for people who can't write or write for people who feel like they aren't seen or aren't heard or like you know those type of things so what are you doing all right, so we will. <laughs> so this is this is a, a longer conversation. <laughs> this is a longer conversation. We so gotta continue this. We'll we'll continue it on a a, a not today episode. So we about to get into this poetry breakdown. The poem okay. of the week comes from Brittany Cherie. So I'll let her intro the P O E M. And I really almost forgot <laughs> how to spell poem. The P was so hard. I didn't know what was. Going I didn't know what you were spelling hey, and why you were having a hard time say, spelling a four-letter word. I didn't know. I'm be honest. I was on a dark road there, and I had lost <laughs> my way. I 
So this piece, um, Use Your Brain, I featured it at our last show um, in November. In um, February. In February at our yeah. love show. This is actually the first love poem that I've done publicly ever. So, yeah, we can get into it and then y'all could ask away. Okay. <laughs> Be through these magnificent lines. He told me that you found me in the lyrics of love songs. But I knew that I found you as lost dreams in the crevices of my heart. Pushing through cardio, I hate exercising. But I was searching for truth, exhausted and seeking sincerity. Maybe I wasn't exercising. You told me I was just running, but like a trainer, you strategically taught me to pace myself. You turned my loss by starvation into healthy gain, crazy in love, meet asylum, hot jacketed straight for one another, restrained to tears because my heart was saying I love you, but my mouth didn't want to birth it prematurely, too good to be true in fairy tale. I presently solidified promises from the past and they, they set lies on fire, combusting them into particles, parting ways from the mind bound by fear. If perfect love cast out all fear, then true love, true love must push it off the ledge to fall into faith. Now we stand in what we hope for, praying that it can be seen where the sparkle in our eyes spark flame uncontained by conditions, two law-abiding citizens turn rebel but still surrender to our parent, never having to prove our love for a jury of men because the evidence has made it evident. Now we fly free, only at the mercy of our faults for grace. Grace teaches us to favor our favorite things about one another above our mistakes. I tell you to use your words. You tell me to use my brain. I tell you that words come from the brain. You tell me you're no poet. I tell you I don't want you to be. You tell me it's a feeling. I tell you to use your brain to use your words. You expressed my flaws as perfection. And you wrote even the greatest love poem that I could have. Thank you. And we are live. This is WABC OVO QRS TV. Back with this week's poetry breakdown. That was Brittany Sharice with Use Your Brain. Is this the quiet fire? I missed the name memo. What? I don't know what's happening right now. Sometimes you need drug testing before you do the podcast. <laughs> what? So, Brittany, tell us, what what time of your life were you at when you wrote this? So, when I wrote this poem, um, I was entering into a new relationship. and um, Does this new relational person have Wait, a name? You were entering a new relationship? No, no, no. We were in a relationship. So... With but whom? it was like new. Um with like a whole year. It was not a year. A year is new to some people. <laughs> you <laughs> so, gotta stop with okay, this voice. I was in a relationship a little way. <laughs> oh my god. I was in a relationship basically oh and it was new. Um <laughs> when did y'all start your relationship? So, Boy, can I do did I interrupt you off for like ever no last? No. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I get a little wretched. Um so no I was I was in a relationship and it was very new and it was very scary 
And the reason it was scary is because of all the failed relationships that I had in the past. And it seemed too good to be true. So the setting of the poem is that um, Tony, who the poem is about, he was playing 2K. And I had my phone and I was writing poetry on my phone. And we were listening to like old school music and stuff like that. So it was just the scene of the poem where it was being written in, it was crazy. Like it just like naturally flowed. Um, and basically the line in there that says, if perfect love casts out all fear, then true love must push you off the ledge to fall into faith. Um, it basically sums up the whole poem in that line because love is a faith move. Like it, it takes faith to love somebody because you don't see the future you know you mm -hmm. can't see it you can only trust in you know what god has said about where you're supposed to be and who you're supposed to be with but ultimately you can't physically see your future um so it's basically just saying how love is a faith move and how you have to trust in order to love and yeah and in me trusting um god I ended up with the love of my life, and we are getting married in September. Sometimes Shout out to Tony. A risk works out. <laughs> you have got to stop with this voice. So, I love this poem. Oh, that I means a lot, because you're like genius. So. And you'll tell me, me if I'm trash. Mm. <laughs> I, I will tell you when you're not trash When you trash I just won't react Well I appreciate it I believe the act of loving someone Is the most courageous Thing we can do And the act of loving someone well And right Is one of the most godly things That we can do mm -hmm. And especially in the context of trying to love someone in honor of God, there are a lot of potholes that we do not discuss. Right. Um, one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible comes out of the Song of Solomon. Because that's how I'm giving it up. And it says, do not awaken love before, before it's time. time. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel like we carry so much baggage <laughs> into a lot of relationships to people because of people that will never meet and they are just dealing with all the crazy mm -hmm. um like man, calm down i'm just trying to love you yeah yeah um, and you know what i think losing your capacity to love is a mental illness hmm. i think or is tied to a lot of mental illnesses mm -hmm. and um, I like physical sickness, right? When you're trying to explain to somebody, I literally don't have this because of something that's going on inside of me. They try to make you prove, um, prove that you're really sick or ill or that you really don't have this capacity. Yeah, in the um, in the poem, also at the end, if you listen, there's kind of like this battle. And there's a personality battle mm -hmm. because Tony is really logical and <laughs> speaking of 
Speaking of, it's crinkling back in the background. (laughs) Tony is really logical. um, And I'm really creative. So you have Mm -hmm. a creative brain and you have a logical brain trying to come together to understand each other. Um, And in the end of that battle in the poem, what happens is is the creative brain tells the logic brain i don't want you to be a creative brain i already have that i want you to be the logic brain and i think grow just growing up in like friendships and relationships like what we have to realize is that we can't make people like us and we really don't need people like us because if everybody were like us then we wouldn't need people I think that the beauty in friendships and relationships is that you have this person who understands you but can give you what you don't have. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the beautiful part about my relationship because I I like this is bigger than what I could even imagine like for myself. Like God literally blew my mind when he brought us together and there's been so much confirmation. Um and the most beautiful part is that we're different but we complement each other. Mm-hmm. And if I were to try to make him to be like me, I wouldn't have him. I would have me. You know? <laughs> so it's I, I think that's the beautiful part of that battle in the end of the poem. So I got a question. And I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. But um <laughs> sick of y'all. Crinkling bag of chips and this slurping of this slurping. <laughs> Every episode. You tired of these snakes <laughs> in this planet? Yeah, I'm sick of this church. Right. <laughs> As you were um as you were writing the poem i'm trying to talk over it now and it's just it's not working um as you were writing the poem and you're you're getting to the end um where you have that as as you said the the battle the back and forth like how did you feel like writing the poem coming to the end of that and realizing why he compliments you and why that's necessary for you um, I think we're still learning as we're in premarital counseling. I think we'll, we're still learning um, why that's a good thing. Okay. Um, because my creative brain creates scenarios and things that aren't real because sometimes I write fiction. Yes. Yeah. His logic brain brings me back down to reality. So looking back on it it's a comforting feeling to have someone who can bring me back down to earth when i'm being i don't want to use that word because it's going sometimes as a woman you just be he ain't right. said nothing this entire breakdown Yo, when i'm being imaginative oh, thank okay. you creative oh you're not gonna make yourself willy wonka come on <laughs> tell the truth shame the devil come with me speak and your heart queen speak your heart no but um yeah it made me it, it makes me it, it comforts me um to not be selfish and thinking that i'm always right and that there's another brain 
that <laughs> that that thinks logically. I mean, I think logically too. Mm-hmm. No one, no one said you didn't. I'm just no making it clear that I think logically too. But um, but yeah, it's com- it, it's comforting. So, question after after writing your your first love poem, um, being happy and is are you are you ready to get the people round two? I got them round two at the love show. Sir. <laughs> all right. Sir. We can hear all of that. <laughs> no, are y'all talking about that, you, sir. I'm talking gonna, about this one. Are oh. you going to do one uh, at, at our next show? At our next show? Possibly. Okay. But um, this November, the collective presents We Tried Part 3. Wait. What was the first part to and one of We Tried? The first two shows Were you there? We didn't try We did I will say this That writing that first one Made it easier To write the second one See Um, I just gotta write A use your brain And then I'll be good Go Yeah It it made it easier To write the second one For the love show I don't remember it um, Anymore That's Y'all don't Don't memorize stuff Last minute Cause you're not gonna Remember it forever Ooh The police is outside Oh, man. Time to go. I see the popo gonna be knocking at your door. So we gonna go ahead and log out, punch out. All right, so we are gonna try to make it back home safely. Be safe, make, make it, it home. Bro, they walking up on somebody. All right, that is the time we are black. This is a podcast. We still gotta make it home. We love y'all. We gonna see y'all next week. Like, share, comment, subscribe. They gonna do this on Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth, y'all. We woke for real. We 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 were supposed to get to it. Um, but yeah, today is our Independence Day. So or. Or, By the time y'all hear this, what is really a June you know is gonna be over? But we just gonna fade out. I'm gonna play some angry Kendrick Lamar at the end of this. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Goodbye, folks. We love y'all. Bye, y'all. This country's in a state of crisis. Soon as we focus in, distract them. Drop a story about ice. Here we go again. Get some fuel from their rage. This focus on the riots. We're controlling men. They betray them as thugs. Have the murder feel righteous. Condition of sin, American boy on a mission for joy. Better realize you are ready to deploy. This war that you win can't afford to give in. Every day people die because they come to the skin. America, home of the free and the brave. Unless you are black, then be killed or be slaves. And if you are brown, but the don't come around. Betray you with studs or the shit you back down. Wake up. Hold your fates near. Surrounded by nothing but hate here. A target on your back, bro, stay clear. Cause them bullets are flying, but you can't fear. Nah. Cause it's hope through the pain. Sunshine through the rain. The solution is love. Jesus is his name. The heart is the issue. If we don't realize it, then we will lose. See this power, we can't misuse. That spirit living within you. So, homie, you choose. Yeah. Act with love and forgiveness will be a statistic. Cause through his love and his grace, his power for change. The gospel true love with no gimmicks. Living. And it's all complex to the young mind. And it's all complex to the young mind. And it's all complex to the young mind. American boy, there will never be joy for you. And it's all complex to the young mind.
Chris, yeah, what if it best is? And I'm Mike, I'm Troy, brought back to life. Sean Bell looking for his wife. Eric, if he actually had rights. And I'm not privileged, cause I'm not white. Tell me not to spit it, cause they think it's not Christ. Said it causes a division, and we don't wanna fight. But the silence and the difference isn't really bringing light. I ask, do you know what happened? If we all just stay inactive, it'll take much more than status. It'll take much more than your passage. Gotta give a little more than your passion. Can't sit around and gaze at the madness. When it's cats being killed for their blackness. And that sound complex to the young mind. Either they don't really care or they just blind. They all talk about the pain like it's just mine. But how can that live when it's just mine? Fight back for the hopeless. Had a nice nap, but the fact that you woke in. Can't just try to act like your eyes not open. Can't just write a rap and then start posting. And it's all complex to the young mind. And it's all complex to the young mind. And it's all complex to the young mind. American boy, there would never be joy for you. And it's all complex to the young mind. And it's all complex to the young mind. And it's all complex to the young mind. American boy, there would never be joy for you. And it's all complex to the young mind. And it's all complex to the young mind. And it's all complex to the young mind. American boy, there would never be joy for you. And it's all complex to the young mind. And it's all complex to the young mind. And it's all complex to the young mind. American boy, there would never be joy. Will I live another day? Either way, it's sad to say because a race is not looking too safe when I bought the train for it's too late. Lord knows I pray, fight to keep the faith. Then begins the wait, gotta renew, although it aches. The toy take a toll on the face. Lord knows, color us with grace. Lord knows, if I live another day, my skin color won't change. At any rate, raising in the sun, Lord, what is my fate? If I live another day, will religion hide the hate? Same thing in all of our veins, our minds need to change. Let the love and life of Christ share the message in his pain. Keys to freedom, breaking all the chains, saying they know not what they do to reconcile the aim. Human is the only race, Jesus stepped into a place. So what would they do when face to face with the truth? War cries worldwide, they make making noise for you, American boy. And it's all complex to the young mind. And it's all complex to the young mind. And it's all complex to the young mind. American boy, there will never be joy for you. And it's all complex to the young mind. And it's all complex to the young mind. And it's all complex to the young mind. American boy, there will never be joy for you. And it's all complex to the young mind. And it's all complex to the young mind.